And we're back. Welcome back to Stocking Spurs. 40-ish minutes of football-adjacent frivolity. You're still here with me, Patty, and I'm here with my co-host, Acid. Hey, Acid. Hey, Patty. I know we're quite erratic on the schedule. I think we're just going with the vibes. And guys, the vibes of this episode are wonderful. The vibes are good. We will, of course, talk about all the wonderful games we've had in the past couple of weeks. Our goal bonanza. It's just been raining goals. But we're also going to be talking about a little bit of a farewell to our beloved Delhi. Uh, belated, but never too late. And finally, because, you know, uh, we're trying to get down with the kids here. There was this, uh, I don't know, TikTok frenzy over wheels and doors. And of course, the THFC boys get in on that. So we will get to that in the first half. Asset, how have you been? Hi, good. Yes, totally on a high from all these super good vibes from the last few games. The last few games that we won, I have to qualify <laughs> that. I'm not at all. I'm not. The losses are not on my radar. I've shrugged them off. No bad vibes allowed. No bad vibes. All good vibes. There goes the whistle. We move on to the first half, guys. Acid and I are not young. I will be clear. I am 35. I have to remember how old I was. I'm 35. I'm a clear millennial and dipping my toe into the uh, TikTok universe. So I'll admit, it took me a while to understand what the fuck was going on when <laughs> I saw on our uh, Facebook page of uh, Tottenham Hotspur, we get this video i think it's like a five minute video it's a long video that is barely edited and it's so raw it is just the players preparing to get out or get in from training and we start with none other than ben ben davis guys this is a bit insane because he's not one to start the videos and it's a cold open it is a cold open if it's you have no clue open. what's if you have no clue what's going on you're but it's it's weird so just a really quick, I guess, look on the internet. There's, there's a thing called Wheels or Doors now. And it started on Twitter where this guy posted a, a poll that asked people what do they think has more occurrences in the universe, in the world, wheels or doors. And then, of course, it goes into this existential question of what is a door, what is a wheel, uh, and then it moves on to TikTok, as everything does these days. And then, of course, our admins at on social, at um, Spurs Official, have to get in on it. But guys, it is brilliant. Acid, do you want to... What are our thoughts on this crazy discussion that the players get fucking into? Yeah, I, I love this kind of just slice of their day kind of content. And I think we need more of it. Just keep them... Pin mics on all of them. <laughs> keep the cameras on. This is the reality show that I want to see. Anyway, yes. I think another thing that betrays our age is that we saw this on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> so check out the link. In the episode description, you're going to find links to things we're talking about. And this one is the one that's from Facebook. And yeah, you're right. As you said earlier, Ben kicks off the conversation by, asking, by, by describing this as this social media sensation. Even the way he says it feels so... <laughs> Like what is this distancing? Like you're not you're not trying to admit that you're really into it, but oh, you yeah. want to hear people talk about it. We can see right through you, Ben. We know you're interested. <laughs> so anyway, he asks this, and seeing people respond is amazing. Harry immediately says doors, 
Like, I don't think he even takes a, a huge amount of time to think about it. He knows and he has conviction. And what I love here is how much it seems to mean to Harry to be able to persuade everyone yes. in the room to agree with him. So we initially see uh, the, like, the third person in this at first is Matt. And he's taking time to absorb this. Watch his face throughout the video. He's really giving this all, all of his uh, processing ability. There are moments where he's sitting down and he has his arm like resting against the bin and he's kind of just lost in thought because he's really trying to to formulate an answer but i guess in the end it doesn't matter because harry has the answer and everyone must agree i i love how he's like it's like cult leader essentially it's like no this is yes. not up for discussion this is mm-hmm. what we believe in because then sunny gets dragged into this and sunny is like the i guess outlier or like you know a contrarian and he goes wheels like he hasn't heard any of the discussion and the yeah, first thing yeah. he says is wheels. He goes answers fast. He's so fast, and he goes, "Cars have wheels," but Kane is like, "Yeah, but they have doors too." And Sonny is just like, "No, what do you mean they have doors? <laughs> <laughs> How do you get into the car?" I know. Uh, I love it. I love it. And like with every new person who's brought into the discussion, Harry has the same argument, which is persuasive. I agree with him totally. Yeah. He goes. In this room now, then he points out doors. One door, two doors, three doors, two doors to the, the bathroom or whatever. Five, six, seven. Like, he's really, like, demoing it in real time. Like, guys, look how many doors are around us. So it's, it's, like, it's so, it's really, I, I found it really, in, like, insightful into his psyche as a leader. Because yeah. he's, like, he's trying to achieve consensus here. <laughs> Even if it's by force, he's gonna get everyone on the same page. I like I it because of it. I'm sure there's like, I mean, I know everybody is proficient in English, but I think some of them are still processing, why are we talking about this? <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> yes. And that's the beauty of it, because Ben Davis is like still answering, you know, from afar. And it's like, Sonny looks like, why are we doing this? Matt Doherty is still deep in thought. Everyone around them is just like, and Harry's just like trying to rally the troops of like, it's doors, it's doors. And I just mm-hmm. thought that was really interesting. Yes, you don't you don't have to think about it. Harry has the answer. What do you think, acid wheels or doors? Uh, I'm I'm super I'm convinced by Harry here. I think yeah yeah totally totally doors and like things that have wheels will probably have doors on them as well. So yeah, sorry team team doors team Harry. What about you? I trust in Harry and Sir Harry. I trust. Anyway, anyway, moving on. So next, you want to spend a few minutes talking about. There's a there's a sub club I think <laughs> emerging within the club which we'll call Landian FC. <laughs> um, and to our non-Filipino listeners, how how would we how would we define Landian? I think it would be like flirtation. Um, and I know yes. I know it's such a strange thing to describe the club as, but guys, when you hear the next tweets we're about to talk about you are all going to agree. So click on our episode notes because, guys, there is a lot of flirty vibes going on and we cannot help ourselves. We cannot unsee this. Yeah, yes. Okay, so check out this first video from from Twitter. Um, I can't remember which game this is from now, but there was a game where Sonny was subbed out. And as he's being subbed out and he's given, he gets like a water bottle and he sits down to drink, he sits down like in front of Reggie. And it seems <laughs> like it's on purpose. He's purposely trying to block 
Reiki's view of the game. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's on purpose because check out his face. He doesn't oh, care. Oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> and I like that Sunny is just so teasing. And guys, Sunny's in basically all of these things. So I love that we know that Reggie is his own social media star in the making. And I just like that Sunny and him have this rapport. And I wish we kind of got to see more of it because they seem to be two of the most playful players we have on the club and who are, who are not ashamed to be playful. So I guess Lindy yes. and can also be playful. But anyway, our our second entry into why we are Lindy and FC is uh, a tweet from, well, two tweets technically. One is from underscore 23AU and another is from in love with HM, HM meaning young men, guys. But anyway, neither here nor there, but this is another uh, video of Sunny once again getting subbed. So he goes back into the stands and, and tries to, you know, he's giving handshakes and high fives to everyone. And because it's fucking cold, everybody is huddled together, sharing blankets. Okay. So eventually he gets to the end of the, uh, in the end of the row, he's high fived everyone. And all who's left is Golini, Royal, and Cutty. Guys, these are the new boys. And I love how they just have built a rapport with Sonny immediately because Golini gives him like, you know, his high five. Royale gives him a high five, but Cuddy, Cuddy Romero, I love it. Give it to the fans. He not only gives Sonny like a handshake, he pulls Sonny. And so Sonny collapses across the three of them. So he's like a <laughs> he's like a, a sausage that just falls into the laps, into the bun. And guys, if that wasn't phallic, you have to watch this. It is really, really like homoerotic. There's something going on here. I love it. I was never into slash fiction until I saw this video because it is something else. I would watch that. I would read that. <laughs> I actually, as I'm saying that, I'm pretty sure now it exists somewhere and we just need to find it. I'm sure. Somebody somewhere saw this felt inspired and put words to paper <laughs> it might be me i might be that girl ask me. ask me as i stay up waiting for the menu game i might just be writing slash fiction guys because it's so cute and i know it's just them being plainful and i know it's just them being like you know it's sunny he's like the puppy of the team but these are the new boys guys sunny has chemistry with everyone he has chemistry with a phone book i didn't even know golini had a personality until this time and it's just like wow <laughs> it's so nice i love it so cutty romero thank you so much for bringing yeah. this out in our boy and uh we hope to see much more from lindy and fc yeah also if facebook didn't date us i'm sure phone book just did <laughs> For our younger listeners, a phone book is wherein uh, you essentially, uh, what do they call it, dox everybody like knowingly because <laughs> <laughs> you submitted your number to a phone book and you were listed by name. Um, but yeah. anyway, yep. neither here nor there, where goes the whistle, we will see you guys at halftime with Kumbaya Master Toby after the break. Hey, and welcome to Halftime. As usual, at Halftime is when we talk about the games. And for for this section of the show, we have our our regular special guest, Toby, our football correspondent. What's up, Toby? Good morning. Good morning, and good evening, or whatever time of day you are listening to us. <laughs> I hope it's a good one, because it's all good How things. How can it not be? It's all good exactly. things on this 
on this halftime segment. Okay, so because we have to acknowledge the bad as well, all we're gonna say about that is that it seems like when you look at our form, we have two settings. Either we have no goals and no hope for a single goal, or we have all the goals. So far, our all form has been loss, win, loss, win, loss, win, and the wins have been landslides. Um. So, but for I now, mean, yeah. Are we complaining, or do we like this? Is this like an what's inconsistency? <laughs> I don't get it, but I like it. I don't know, Toby. I I'm know. confused. I'm so confused. I guess I will definitely take it. I mean, if you cast your mind back a few weeks when we had that string of like three or four games where we didn't have a shot on target. Mm. I guess if, if the alternative is either a goalless draw or like a narrow loss, then yeah, mm. I'll take this every day because the goal fiesta is, is fantastic. I know, and it seems like on the games that we do win, we have so many goals that it makes up for the, the games that we did. I wish that's how football worked, where you can kind of just spread the goals across the different games. It's just a goal off. Anyway, so we have we have a bunch of games you want to talk about. We're going to talk about um, Man City, the double against City. We're going to talk about Leeds, of course, 0-4. And we're going to talk about um, Everton as well, which is also like a super landslide, 0-5. Um, and let's, yeah, let's kick this off with, with Man City. So this was tight, actually. I, I said landslide earlier, but it seemed like this was almost not. Yeah, it's uh, one. I, I don't know what it is about the Man City matchup, but we always looked like we were gonna bag this one. I feel like we never looked intimidated by them, which is re very rarely the way I think we come out when we're playing like Arsenal or Chelsea. I think sometimes hmm. we admittedly look a little bit overawed by the by the situation and by the derby, but against Man City, we're just always ready to show up, and even when we concede, I think there's a sort of assuredness in, in our play against Man City. So yeah, and the quality was fantastic. Yeah, like we're always, we always show up against them. There was this awesome tweet um, that said, Pep Guardiola is the only manager to lose to Tottenham under each of Pochettino, Mourinho, Espirito Santo, Antonio Conte in charge of the same club. So we always, no matter who's at the helm, we always beat them. And I love it. That's it's like quality. It, it's so quality. I love it. it is. It is. It's so confidence building. It's really. A, it is. I, I'm always so scared coming into a derby, like what Toby is saying. But here, I don't know why. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm happy. I'm happy about it. Aren't they like top of the table? Am I? Am I making yeah, this? Yeah, yeah. They're up? supposedly the quote of the runaway. I'm using air quotes here. The runaway winners. And when we <laughs> beat them, the headline was that we kind of oh we're. <laughs> We're slowing down this runaway train. No, no, I was just going to say, I mean, I've mentioned it before, but I think Man City is one of those teams that plays precisely into our strength by trying to play a high defensive line and relying on their own speed. Like, they're, they do have speed with, like, Kyle Walker and stuff mm -hmm. to track back on against our counterattacks, but it's playing right into our hands, I think, just al allowing us to sit back a bit and wait for the counterattack. And when... Like Kulisevsky was on absolute fire, perfect form, mm -hmm. brilliant passing. I mean, great finish that he had was that then against Everton, I think. But yeah, so yeah, I thought we played really, really well. Yeah, and there was that tweet from THFC Comps that goes, Tottenham have actually provided the Premier League with the best three games of the season. Liverpool, City, and Leicester. And I could not agree more. 
I have seen some boring ass fuck games where I'm just like, what are we doing here? It's so dead. And these were like too exciting where I'm like, please, I'm going to get a heart attack. I can't do this. And that was how I felt in these games. Like all the handball, the offside, all those chances. It was insane. It was. Oh my God. Actually, to be fair, the Leicester one was mostly boring until the last few minutes. <laughs> but yeah, this one was non-stop. Wow, I think Kulu, the the Santa Kulu goal happened really, really early. And then the Sesta Kane one happened. And then so much drama about this offside. I don't know. What, what the hell is offside anyway? Mm. <laughs> and the handball <laughs> drama, which was totally not handball. So there's just everything in this game that you could possibly want including a winner for us. And I think, like, there's a definitely a reverse side to choppy form, and that's to say that for every loss, like, we've gotten back on the horse immediately and, and found out, uh, like, found a great win. And the alternative to that is, like, taking a difficult loss, like getting knocked out of the FA Cup to Middlesbrough and then just struggling and getting mm. in your feelings, as they would say on RuPaul and that kind of thing, and just... <laughs> and letting it bear, you know, weigh you down. And I think that's kind of where our strength comes from now because we've had these difficult losses like against Dinamo Zagreb and, you know, under Mourinho, there were lots of them, obviously. It's being able to have that fortitude to get right back on it um, and play a really good team like Man City and find a win is like, it speaks to our strength at the moment, I think. Yeah, and I think, and that big headline for this, I guess, is our biggest strength seems to be the existence of Harry Kane. <laughs> and his partnership with Sun. There are two tweets uh, that I think just capture how, how excellent Harry has been and how he makes, how this makes the fans feel about him. One of them is a tweet from Isaac Kaim saying, one of the best individual performances from a footballer I've ever seen. Take a bow, Harry Kane. You are well and truly world-class. No exaggerations there. That is all absolutely true. And I think there are, a bajillion tweets and, and like sports commentators saying exactly this. And what cannot be put into words can be put into a single photo. That is the power of posting a single photo with no context. And check out this link to a tweet. I don't know. How do we even describe this? Do we describe this? You know what? Just check it out yourself. It's in our, it's in our episode description. Check out the links. It's simply a photo of Harry with balloons that spell out <laughs> who he is to our team. <laughs> For accessibility purposes, it's <laughs> it's Harry standing in front of silver birthday balloons spelling out daddy. <laughs> We're at that point where everyone's just like really coming out with their man crush and I am all for it. I think it's so well-deserved, more than the game itself. Seeing the tweets after the game and everyone just, like, professing their love was really, really lovely. It's just so nice because you get pictures of, like, Harry and Sonny lovingly looking at each other and smiling. It's like, you know, like, post-wedding, and then there's, like, that shot of the bride and groom looking at each other. <laughs> That's kind of what it feels like in this tweet. From Jazz underscore what, PHFC. What, I super, what I super, super love is that, like, is that I took a photo of this screen and so did Toby. And to then open Twitter and see that every mm -hmm. damn person took a photo of the same moment. It's just so, so touching. 
We all love it. We love their love. <laughs> I don't know if yeah, they want to bring this up, but there was a bit of a a bit of a controversy when the final one of the final goals were made because I think I, I saw the tweet and I shared it with you, Acid and Toby, because I was like, "Ooh, Reddit, somebody look this up." Anyway, apparently uh, we have a, a gif of the sidelines as Conte. You know, they love Conte Cam, and as that last goal went in. There's a tweet from Spurs Ruin Lives on Twitter. <laughs> I love his username. And essentially, he says in his tweet that the fourth official realizing his all-expenses trip to the Middle East is fucked. Okay, that is this, this is totally his opinion. But basically, the GIF shows Conte celebrating Pep Guardiola, obviously feeling defeated. But right next to Pep Guardiola is a, I guess, an official? Yeah, the fourth and official. We're in Etihad Stadium, so I don't know if these are all locals in the uh, of officiating this game, but he looks sad. Like, he looks, like, disappointed that, you know, they lost. And, of course, yes. Spurs Twitter loves a good controversy, so there was all this, like, ooh, corruption, etc., etc. I honestly don't know. I think a lot <laughs> can be put into this um, two-second gif, but I love the drama because, obviously, we came out on top. Um, I think I wouldn't be this entertained if we were on the losing side. But yeah, just a you know, little stirring the yeah, pot motion. That shit. I love doing that. Yeah, That's yeah. basically my role. And yeah, I know this is far from a smoking gun, but I personally look at this and I see a fourth official who is very clearly apologetic. He is apologizing with his eyes towards Pep Guardiola. It's almost, mm. there's almost like a shrug in there and like, a, I'm sorry we extended the amount of time you had, but it seems to have backfired and please accept our apologies in that look, in that two second look. In I that think look. that's what it looks like to me. I don't know. That's what it looks like. To me. Anyway, anyway, I think Toby, I'm just curious before we move on to our next game is that this is Kulu Kulusavski's, I think first or second full, full game. And you just see him not just on like the assists, but like he is just, he scored our first goal incredibly like flawlessly he assisted Kane to the whatever offside goal he again assisted Kane to do his header at that last minute and who is this child I'm so impressed yeah he has a huge skill set I mean the goal he scored I think it might have been in the Everton game I mentioned it already but um where he kind of dribbles across the top of the 18 and cuts it back to the near post looked just like Erickson. Um, sometimes he's been getting the ball kind of in the middle of the field and charging towards defenders looking like Mora. I mean, he's he's tackling well, he's fighting for the ball well, you know, looking like Dembele or something. So he's a really, really multifaceted player. There's He's got good speed, he's got good strength, good balance. Yeah, I'm, I'm incredibly impressed and definitely see what Conte sees in him. I think Conte said he wanted to sign him at Inter Milan, but Paratici brought him to Juventus. Um, intentionally to stop Conte from getting him. Um, that's how much Conte had wanted him. So yeah, I absolutely buy the hype. He's he's a fantastic footballer and has been complimenting Son and Harry really really well. Because not like I love Bergvine as well, and I think he for a while last year when those two were scoring so much, he provides that great kind of third threat that you that the defenders can't ignore, which provides space for Son and Harry. Um, I think what Kulu's been able to do is just be even more consistent in generating the threats himself and really uh, building those payoffs and scoring and assisting. Yes, 
That's actually, that's a perfect segue into talking about the Leeds game, which we won 0-4. And I think, yeah, he was also all over the place. Um, and like he had a particular goal, which I found really amazing, where he, it was kind of like a solo effort, where he seemed to be dodging people and seemed to be impossible to bring down. And he eventually scored, scored, the, scored the, the second goal in this game. And not the, sorry, not the leapfrog Doherty. So Doherty was the one who opened the scoring for this game. And who would have thought? Like, it's, this was really, it was amazing. So it was a, a Sessignon um, set it up and Dortz scored. And I don't think, so at the start of every every game, uh, the, the Spurs LGBTQ supporters um, do like a contest where you have to guess who the first scorer is. And I'm sure nobody <laughs> won that that game when it was Dortz. Yeah, it was, it's just, it's cool seeing people who, I guess, we've maybe written off in the past, sorry, shine so brightly. Yeah, and I think Conte has reiterated how hard he sees Matt working and said he's one of the hardest working over the past four and a half months. So I've seen a lot of improvement and things, so... And I think Kulu, like, especially shows, like, a, maybe it's a not-so-subtle. I'm sure Match of the Day would have, you know, a better analysis of this. But, like, I think over the past few weeks, we've gotten a bit frustrated sometimes when, like, Emerson Real gets up into good high positions when you're playing with the high-attacking wing-back, wing-backs. And we haven't always had great service into the, into the box and that kind of thing, and, and the attack sort of fizzles out. So it's really nice to see Kulu on the wing with the ball, who just has this discipline. He's going to make one or two moves and cut in and find a pass or take a shot. And there's like that kind of clinicalness about it, you know, whereas like a defender, a wing back who has to wear multiple hats is sometimes just going to fling the ball into the box with a little less care. Yeah, awesome. I'm super like excited. I, I just want to us. apologize to um, Matt Doherty <laughs> for all the <laughs> trash talk we possibly... I don't remember, but I may have in the past. <laughs> And I guess, yay! I know, yeah. <laughs> Good job. Uh, We're so happier with us. I don't think we participated in the like the really aggressive hate towards him, but I know that in our hearts we were really we've been yeah. disappointed and bored by him in the past. So yeah, sorry, and it's glad to see you shine. And there were so many tweets around this feeling because I think everyone kind of really changed, like this game changed hearts and minds about several players. There were. Uh, there was one from Cartledge Free Captain. Their tweet said, Winks, the Sessignon mm. Doherty is the ultimate fuck you Koi's Twitter and I'm here for it. <laughs> Which is true. Which is true. We're part of Koi's Twitter. Yeah. But I would like to say we weren't part of the, the bullying or mm. the abuse towards them. All love. All love. All love. Yes. Oh my and God. I think the Leeds game was the game where Harry Kane and Sonny have combined for a Premier League goal for the 37th time, overtaking Didier Drogba and Frank Lampard at 36 goals together as a duo who have assisted one another for the most goals in the competition's history. Full stop. Partners, full stop. That is a tweet from Joe. Guys, we've done it. You should just close the club down now. <laughs> we've broken the record. Fuck the awards. <laughs> no, but yeah, wow. Amazing. That's, yeah. that's and uh, even so more amazing considering we haven't had a title. Definitely. Sure. I mean, yeah, I, you just got to keep pinching yourself because 
10 down, you know, 10 years down the line, we don't know what the team's going to look like, but to have this caliber, I mean, these two, these two players, it's just unreal. It makes watching every week a pleasure, honestly, regardless of the outcome, because these two especially always bring it. You know they're always passionate about it. They always play for the fans. They always play for the badge. So, yeah, we're, it's such a, a pleasure to watch these guys play. Yeah, there are so many amazing tweets about that, but I, I think the only thing that really captures it is that, yeah, they're the, they're the new record holders, and they're so not done yet. And, like, Harry's goals over the past couple games, too. It's like, what, I forget what they call it, like a perfect mm. hat trick where you score with your head your right foot and your left foot, like yeah. the the variety of the way he's been scoring, like some ridiculous low angle corners and then a, like a brilliant header fighting past a center back, like one-on-ones with the keeper, that kind of thing. It's like his arsenal is just ridiculous. Sorry, wrong yeah, choice. No, 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 no. That, yeah, word, yeah. that word means nothing else yeah, to us. Exactly. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Go, use it. Um, okay, before we move on to the last game, which is Everton, we just want to do a quick <laughs> quick detour <laughs> towards Middlesbrough. The only thing, the only good thing, I think, that comes out of this, out of these losses, um, are tweets from Spurs Hawaii, <laughs> where whenever we lose, all they say, <laughs> all they say is, at least we're in Hawaii. <laughs> you know what? Good for you guys. <laughs> anyway, back... In paradise. Yeah, I, th- I thought Middlesbrough played well, and they had defeated Man U to show, you know, they're a well-organized and very well-determined team, and I thought they played well on the day, and I think we got a little unlucky, and that's just how it goes some nights. I, You know, it was disappointing, but it wasn't the end of the world, clearly, because we stepped back and played like we did against Everton. Yeah, which yeah. was the opposite of disappointing. Everton, wow. <laughs> oh, my God. So, ah. Uh. What do we talk about first here? Do we talk about Delhi? Do we talk about the, let's no, let's talk about let's talk about Delhi later. No. Let's go let's go for the uh, the goals. So this started out with an own goal, which I'm, I'm kind of like frustrated about. I hope I wish they just gave it to, to Kane. Yeah. Because it wouldn't have mattered anyway, right? Um and this was this actually ended up 0-5, which is insane. And the goals came from like every the expected people and some unexpected people. Yeah, I mean, it's disappointing that Cessignon now, it looks like, has an injury and could be out for a while again, just when he was starting to find his feet. Yeah, I mean, it definitely looked like he was struggling for injury, like struggling um, in that game. He was starting to lose a bit of his speed against the opposition. But yeah, it's, it's a pity that he's going to be out for a while again. Yeah, that sucks. I think the one thing I just want to add to this, apart from it's so sad to see Delhi lose, but I'm not really that sad because I'm glad we won, <laughs> is that the moment Reggie comes in and just seals that deal, that is instant impact. I love seeing that shit. I love seeing how the team has really come together in all these games to contribute to the goal. Like, it's so obvious. It's not just... Sonny and Harry, like, you know, trying to pull things together. It's no longer just Hoibie, like, you know, taking care of, you know, the middle. And I don't know. I, I just want to take a moment. Like, we don't get to talk about the defense much, but Dyer has been amazing in the past couple of games. And Romero, Christian Romero does not get, at least I don't think we've mentioned him enough. And he's one of our new boys and he has a cute son. So we've obviously mentioned him in Baby of the Week, but neither here nor there he actually contributes and it's amazing to see how there's just so many more faces that you can really tell are 
bringing their A game. And that's how we're... Is this how we're doing, like, crazy goals? Because our performance has just been... During the wins, obviously, have just been really impressive to me, Toby. Yeah, I think that... Yeah, it's everybody, as you say. Like, I think Romero has been exceptional and adds a lot to what I think is already a really strong kind of defensive rotation with Sanchez and Dyer. Like, he definitely brings a kind of a slightly Sergio Ramos energy that he won't mind putting, uh, you know, a striker on their ass if, if it's going to make them a little bit afraid of him for the rest of the game. Like, he brings that kind of visceral fight uh, into the situation, which I love. I think it's really important in those close games. Um, and Bentancor as well, I think, has been exceptional and shows real quality as well. So it's, yeah, it's everybody in the whole squad. I think, as you said, when, when Reggie came on, showed this exuberance and this confidence that I think, you know, we can really continue to build on. Yeah, it's good to see Reggie back. Yeah, I, f- I feel like we've missed him in the past few games. It was really cool to see him back there and, like, make an immediate impact. Yeah. We get to that part of the halftime wherein, I don't know, we have some games coming up. We're recording this on the evening where we play Man United. I just found out it's at 1.30 a.m. my time, so <laughs> let us see. But maybe. <laughs> I'm feeling generous. I'm feeling high. By the time you hear this, we would have played Man United. We are playing Brighton after them, away, and then West Ham at home. I think you'll know in the first 10 minutes what kind of game it's going to be. So you can probably... You'll know at 1.40... Like, if it's going to be worth staying up <laughs> for the rest of it. I mean, it's it's all right. It's a total crapshoot, isn't it? Like, I, I don't know what to expect at all. Which which Spurs squad is going gonna, is gonna to show up? Yeah, I have a good feeling about it. <laughs> so I'm going to say that we're going to win. Yeah. Is it, do I hear maximum points? Of course, yeah. I was just trying to say it in a different way. But you know what? <laughs> if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Maximum points. I kind of hope Conte just like takes a chance and maybe mix shuffles up the team quite a bit, um, maybe start Mora if he's healthy and just show them a totally different look than they're expecting. I think that could be pretty exciting. All right. Well, we're aiming for maximum points in our next three games, and we'll talk to you next time. Kumbaya Master Toby, our sports correspondent. Thank you for uh, guiding us through these uh, wonderful wins and helping us ignore our losses. We'll see you next time. Yeah. Quiz, quiz, quiz. And we're back. Welcome to the second half. Guys, we know and love and are sad to say that Delhi really is gone. We played him at Everton and it was just so surreal to see him come out of the tunnel with the wrong team. I was like, you're in the wrong dressing room. I know. I can't imagine how that felt for him, Acid, but here we are. And so, as a belated tribute to Delhi, who has served the team for so long and served the club, we wanted to put together all these lovely fan videos and tweets that we saw from, obviously, after the Everton game, when, unfortunately for Delhi, his side lost, but at least he got a goodbye from the fans. So, first up is a Twitter uh, a tweet from... Thought Genty underscore report that shows a really cute video of Sergio Reguilon hugging Delhi. And it looks like Delhi has like a short message for him and has his arm around each other. And it's just really sweet because Reggie's not exactly like he's not a newbie, but he's not an oldie yet. And yet yeah. they had that bond, that said. It's really sweet. Yeah, it's really sweet. 
And like from from that like not oldie, not newbie, but they have a bond. We go to I guess the almost a foundational yeah. bond for a lot of the friendships and a lot of the fan boying you see in Spurs. This next video is from from In Love with HM <laughs> and it's a oh man, I just the caption is mm. crying and that's that just describes it so well. It's just a video after the game of, of Delhi and Sun hugging and I wish we could hear what they're talking about. I'm sure it's <sighs> incredibly emotional i'm emotional just looking yeah. at it i'm also emotional this isn't even a video this is a freaking photo and it, this one is tweeted by the spurs express and there isn't it's just like a heart emoji white heart emoji because it shows a screen grab from harry kane's instagram story so thank you to the to the account for preserving this for us it shows harry and ellie hugging and I, I can't I can't deal with this shit. These guys have been through the trenches together. They weren't in England together. And, and Harry was one of the people that did a tribute to Delhi when he did leave. So it's... Yes. I, I can't imagine having to play him so soon after he transferred. Like, yeah. it, it just mm-hmm. feels so raw and so fresh that he basically was just in training with them like last week in, in a way. You know what I mean? Yeah. And now he had to play them. So, oh, Harry. I. Yeah, I think the, the timing has been really, really tough because I feel like we're kind of just starting to move on from from the loss of Delhi and then to just see him mm. again so soon in a in different kit. Really, like, I don't know. Uh, it reopens the wound, which is always tough to take. And I think everything you said about Harry also applies to the next photo we want to talk about. And this time it's Dyer and, and Delhi. Hugging. I think what makes this photo even more mm. painful to look at is because it looks like Delhi is crying, and I don't think mm. he is because I think he, he does that thing where like <laughs> at the end of the games the players will talk to each other and they and they cover yeah. their mouths so they can't be lip read I guess and he's kind of just doing that with his shirt but the way this photo is taken looks like he's crying and he's dabbing his eyes uh, not to downplay the emotion because it really is no. there it just it really makes me sad to see them together Dyer and Delhi in different colored shirts it's not it doesn't it is right. not right but then Mr. No. Alistair Gold gave us this nice tweet it's he doesn't even have a picture but like it's the thousand words he goes, now the entire stadium is singing Deli Ali's chant as he's about to come on. And I think that's just so sweet. I, I Always, always Spurs. And I, I think it's just like a testament to how well-loved he is. And I'm glad that he was able to yes. have that at home. And yeah, a bit soon, but that's actually quite good because it's, it's still fresh. And maybe he still feels like he's slotted him a little bit. And yeah, really sad. Yeah. It felt to me like a, it was the fans' way of like hugging oh, yeah. Delhi and saying For goodbye. Sure. That his first game back, the like the chant just spontaneously starts, and it happens again at the end. So at the end, we see this beautiful gesture from our captain Hugo. Of course, he'd be the one to do it. At the end of the game, he, after greeting Delhi, he takes Delhi to yeah. the fans. So if you check out this tweet from Bleacher Report Football. It says Deli Ali spent seven years at Tottenham before joining Everton in a last-minute deal on deadline day. Captain Hugo Lloris made sure he got a proper goodbye from the Tottenham fans. And there are video versions of this as well, where Hugo yeah. physically brings Deli 
to the fans and kind of sends him off and said, hey, go say goodbye to all of these thousands of people who love you so much. It's really sweet seeing Hugo yeah, do this for, for him. Like, being that big brother that really physically dragged him. I mean, obviously, Delhi mm-hmm. wasn't not wanting to do this, but I think it's a really sweet gesture from Captain Hugo. Always so classy. Always doing the right thing. Yeah, so thoughtful. I guess it, it's not something that's expected of you, but for him to like recognize the moment and realize that this was the appropriate thing to do and actually do it was really nice. Which just shows he's really he's the best leader ever. You'll always be in our hearts, Delhi, and we can't wait to see you on the pitch next. But guys, it may have felt like a short episode because we've spent so much of it in halftime, and why shouldn't we? But now we've actually come to the real reason for the season. Welcome back to Spurs BB of the Week. It's been a while, and Acid has diligently stalked everyone on my behalf. I've had a bit of a crazy couple of weeks, but she has come through for us. And before... Yep, I'm your eyes and ears in the Spurs baby world. Before we officially um, enter the uh, segment, I just want to, I don't know, maybe formally um, announce that we may no longer be uh, tracking one Spurs bag just because... The point of this segment is we show how cute your babies are. And if we cannot see how cute your babies are, that usually includes a face, then you can't be part of it. And so to the Spurs wag that just refuses to show her children's faces, we respect it, but that just disqualifies you. So yeah, sorry, not sorry. We're no longer putting up with this bullshit. I may just remove you from the (laughs) roster of people I stalk because... I just get disappointed every time. But good on you for keeping your kids' privacy. I am just not a fan. Okay, cool. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. All right. So we're, talk- we're looking for faces. And to be fair, there's technically something covering part of this True. baby's face. But I don't think it matters as much. So check out Cudi Romero's Instagram post. He, he shared a photo of... <laughs> I uh, just I love how he calls his baby me gordo and moso, which is my beautiful fatty. I love it. Okay. And I feel like it was true when he was first born. Now he seems to yeah. be like thinning out slightly. He's getting so I wouldn't like fatty isn't the 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 first descriptor that comes to mind. Actually, when you check out this photo, the first descriptor might be like baller yeah. fashion. I don't know. He's how how many months old are you? two months old and he's already dressing like a Premier League footballer um, on his off days. <laughs> so he has the distressed jeans on. He has the like kicks, the white kicks that will probably stay white and Forever. pristine and box fresh for a really long time. And not because he doesn't use it, but because babies don't walk <laughs> it. Um, and he has the the fashionable top. So he's very cute. I'm assuming that he's he's now, he's looking up at his dad here. And this is one of those, like, taken-from-above selfies. So cute. But yeah, great work, Cootie. Cootie's cute. Congratulations, Valentino Romero, for making it to the cut. Up next, guys, we still haven't found it. It's slowly coming out, but still no sign from Salvador Sanchez' neck. Here we have a reel from Daniela Reynad, his mom, and he is so cute, wearing a gray jumper, like a I mean, a gray overalls, a white jumper, <laughs> and just looking super fashionable, also in white kicks. And he is so cute. Super smiling. 
I'm, I'm seeing a bit of a peak of the neck. I'm not happy about this. I want the neck to be hidden forever, but it looks like it's going to show up sometime soon. So, you know, he's a growing boy. We have to see his neck at some time. Not today. We're seeing a sliver. Not today. I'm glad. Keep it hidden. Salvi, thank you, Daniela, for giving us this lovely reel of your smiling, happy baby boy. He is so cute. Continuing the theme of super cuteness, we have uh, um, a series of photos from Marie Larissa's Instagram to celebrate Juliana's birthday. So this first photo, I've been looking at this photo for a while and I'm trying to figure out who Juliana looks like. And there are moments where I'm like, you know what she looks like? <laughs> and sometimes I'm like, you know what? She looks exactly like her dad. And it's, it gets confusing because they've taken a selfie with Juliana's face in the middle, Maureen's on the left and Hugo's on the right. So it's almost like a, a Venn diagram in face. <laughs> and the, the overlapping part is exactly Juliana's face. Anyway, sorry, that aside, this is a birthday post and there are three really sweet photos of mom and Juliana together. And we just like to say, on behalf of Stuffing Spurs, we want to say happy birthday, Juliana. Happy birthday, Juju. So cute. And such a big girl now. But guys, we've reached the end of BB of the Week and we want to award it to not one, but two Spurs BBs. Actually, there's five of them. But it's two Spurs families coming together. <laughs> we've got a lovely post from Jan Vertonghen on Instagram. He captions it, family, heart emoji. And guys, in this photo out in the Lisbon sunshine, or at least somewhere in Portugal, I'm assuming, is Jan Vertonghen's family with Musa Dembele's family. They look so cute together. What a reunion. All the kids are smiling and happy. I can't tell if the kid in the stroller is Jan's youngest kid or if this is, does Musa have another kid? I don't know. I can't tell. I would need to zoom in a lot more, but it's just so nice to see everyone together. And I love that he calls Musa family. Like, it's so, you know their bond I know. goes beyond Tottenham, goes beyond Belgium. Totally. I love, uh, I love this caption. And oh my God. And 37,250 people also love this. And I'm sure one of these people is here, so. <laughs> It's just, it's so good. I love it. It is so good. It. Congratulations to the Dembele Vertonghen families and all those lovely kids perched on their mom's laps and on this lovely park bench in the beach. It is everything. It is sunshine. It is rainbows and puppies. And I'm so happy. There goes the whistle. We have just finished the second half. We want to thank everyone for joining us once again. It's been a while. We're going to beat Man U. We're going to have a good time. And we're going to see you guys next time. If you aren't following us on our socials, please follow us at Stalking Spurs on Instagram and Twitter. We'd love to hear from you. And yeah, thanks, Acid and Toby. Thanks, Pat. We'll see you guys next time on Stalking Spurs. Come, Come on, on, you Spurs. Spurs.